So the biggest piece of advice to, for a brand new individual in it is like, just understand, like I said earlier, you got to nurture this thing. You know, it, it, it's about not only educating yourself and continuing to grow um, with your craft, but you're going to learn a lot of other, you know, uh, uh, crafts along the way too. Um, be the absolute best mentor that you can be for the people that are within your business. So much of your business success comes off of the culture and the relationships that you make. I cannot explain how important that is. Take care of your people, let them know that you love them, that you care about them, and, and, and also continue to help educate them along the way. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown in, or grown several startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Now, today we've got a, another great guest on the podcast, Micah Lassert. And uh, Micah started out his uh, journey growing up a, a bit uh, insecure, but uh, overcame that. And uh, in college, uh, found out, uh, found fitness and transform uh, himself physically and mentally and uh, graduated and decided he wanted to help people uh, with fitness. And so started working as a personal trainer at a gym for uh, in 2001 for about eight years. Um, and then uh, started his own uh, online uh, personal training uh, business and where his uh, wife is uh, able to support and uh, work alongside him and has been growing that and expanding it ever since. So with that much as a introduction, welcome on the podcast, Micah. Yeah, it's so happy to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Excited to have you on. So so I just took a much longer journey and condensed it into the 32nd version of it. But why don't uh, we uh, rewind and unpack that a bit? Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, about how your journey got started uh, growing up insecure and heading off to college to find uh, fitness. Yeah, so where a lot of that insecurity came from is I grew up, I was, I was a pretty good athlete, but I was very skinny. Um, and like a lot of other kids, you go through some level of bullying. Uh, the bullying wasn't with other kids, though. I was a fairly popular kid growing up and just kind uh, to everyone. Uh, but uh, my mom had married a, a guy that wasn't the greatest guy in the world, and ultimately he was the bully. Um, and, you know, and when you're in that uh, 10, 11, 12 age room, you can be kind of fragile. And and, and it hurt a lot, in, in, in all honesty. Um, and so when I had the opportunity to take control back and really work on some of those insecurities, uh, I started that in college and found fitness. I absolutely fell in love with it. And I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys will have this similar story. But when I was at the age of 18, there was a few priorities. Number one, I wanted more girls to look at me. Number two, um, I really wanted to look like the guys that I saw on covers of magazines and the guys I saw in, in, in movies like Van Damme. Um, you know, I saw that as a confidence and a strength. What I realized early on, though, is like, yeah, the aesthetic was really cool. That was, you know, a challenge and a discipline in itself. 
but how I was feeling and what it did to my confidence and my internal strength, my internal health, my focus, everything that is uh, included in transforming your, your your body ends up transforming your mind. And and I, I just fell in love with how I was feeling. And I ultimately wanted to wake up every single day and help others do the same. No, that's awesome. So so you kind of uh, find, or found that, you know, passion or excitement. Now you went off to, um, to college and, or, so what did you, did you go to college, finish college, drop out, uh, go in a different direction? What did you study? Kind of what was that part of the journey? <laughs> so, so I graduated with a, uh, uh, a bachelor's degree in marketing of all things. But I always tell people that I got a PhD in transformation because I literally spent about five times more time on learning everything from the kinesiology of the body, the psychology of the mind, transforming the body. I was engulfed in it. I absolutely was obsessed with seeing myself transform and other people transform and just how amazing that felt. Um, but, you know, fast forward, I've been able to utilize a lot of what I do for success with the marketing that I learned through that period of time, specifically social media marketing. Um, and we just had gotten in so early. You know, we're talking, I started utilizing that in, in 02, 03, 04. Um, and so um, ultimately, I was I was personal training. I didn't have my business at that time, but I was personal training. And at the same time, I was in the fitness industry trying to become, you know, the fitness model, the guys that I saw on covers of magazines. And ultimately, I was able to do both at the same time, use social media marketing to build not only my own personality, but then the business. Um, and so I graced covers of Iron Man and probably over 100, 110 inside muscle and fitness and all those top fitness magazines during that time 2011 I ended up winning a world championship so I took it to its full level um, in the fitness industry and at the same time growing the business mm. so now so you started out to go or come out of college you get into personal training and I think you did that for was it about eight years is that right yeah, I, I had floated through some corporate gyms. Uh, I did kind of my own where I was going home to home. And then uh, ultimately, I worked in kind of a smaller uh, uh, training type of gym only before we ended up opening our own gym. Awesome. So now how did you kind of make that? So you you started out doing or doing personal training. How did you get to the point was it always the goal that you wanted to open up your own gym and do your own thing or was it kind of it was there a tipping point or kind of what say in the direction from doing personal training over into uh branching out to your own thing yeah i think one of the 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 big things that needs to be talked about is the fact that like i i knew from a very early age that i probably wasn't extremely manageable um i was the only child i i knew that i needed to kind of do things at the beat of my own drum i was very creative i I run at 100 miles an hour all the time. Um, I, 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 I'm good in leadership roles. I needed I needed that sort of structure, and I knew that that would be ultimately having my own facility and making those sorts of choices on a daily basis. Um, so we actually, the bigger part of the picture is the physical locations came later, 2009. But in uh, early 2009 was when we launched the HitchFit online side of our business. Um, 
so rewind to about 2004, 2005, and I ended up becoming one of the very first online personal trainers in the world. I could not find another one anywhere at that particular point. Um, and how it happened was this girl had reached out to me on MySpace when MySpace was really large and um, and said, you know, I love all of your transformations, everything that you're doing. Uh, gosh, I wish I could be a client of yours, but I'm in Canada. And that literally was like, Devin, that was the light bulb. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, why couldn't I just make you a plan and you can follow it, we can communicate with one another. And that's how the online personal training as far as my site ended up coming in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have something here. No one else is doing this. And so when we launched it in 09 with the business and everything, because I had met my wife uh, right before that, um, you know, the, the business just exploded. And since then, we've been able to grow it to 81 countries and over 600,000 pounds lost. No, and now you're starting to touch on that because, you know, sounds like you guys have grown it and, and found some or found success with it. Um, now, as you're starting out and making that leap and saying, okay, you know, it's always a difference from being good at a skill versus being able to run a business and be able to grow at that direction. And some people find out they dive into it and they hate it and they're not good at it. And they just go back to providing that service. So they're great at and others yeah. find that they love and enjoy it. And some people are in the middle, but as you're starting out, making that leap over to starting to do your own thing and starting to figure it out, was it something that, Hey, I've got a good client base in hand and it just took off like a rocket ship. Was it something that you were teetering on the verge of bankruptcy for years or somewhere in between kind of give us an idea how uh, it was as you, you switched over and started out? Well, it wasn't an idea. It wasn't an idea that just launched. I mean, you got to look at all the back play in the back years of buildup before Hitch Fit actually happened. So it looked like it just took off the minute it did because it did from when we actually launched the business. But we were doing so much marketing on the back end to figure out if this business would be, you know, as effective as it was going to be. And then ultimately we ended up getting into a situation where like right at the same time that we're launching all of this stuff, we're also like growing our fitness presence. My wife and I both, you know, large fitness, you know, in the fitness industry and, and, and magazine covers and TV and reality TV. And so it kind of just worked all at the same time to make this explosion right we actually launched HitchFit. Uh, so it looks like this massive success story altogether. What people don't realize is like there is always back end and sometimes years of that of trial and error and failure before you end up getting it to go. No, that's, that's I, I think, very, very true. And I think that a lot of times we kind of get to, we watch the movie, you read the book, and it's an overnight success. And even the ones that are the overnight success in quotes always have that backstory they have that years of building getting the experience getting the you know the air pieces in place that allow it to to take off so now you started uh you kind of started out on your own it was it around 2009 or so or when was that yeah so the online business started february 09 and then uh we started our first brick and mortar in august of 09 so we're celebrating 14 years uh this month uh and you know what was interesting is the businesses, although we replicate kind of the system with the businesses, I mean, when you're managing people one-on-one -on -one and employees and contractors and the, 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 the ups and downs of brick and mortar, I mean, we essentially had to you know, learn two separate, very different businesses. 
from website to SEO, social media marketing, all of that on one side to another side of the brick and mortars and city permits and, you know, just the uncontrollables that happen within brick and mortars on a regular basis. And so, you know, we kind of had just dove into the to the deep end. Neither of us grew up in, in situations where we had business owner dads or anything like that. And so, you know, we were passionate, we were willing to work really hard and very disciplined, but you got to get good at being a leader within, you know, your community when it comes to brick and mortar locations. And, and, and uh, so we, that was something that evolved over time. Um, and, you know, we were ultimately grew those gyms uh, up pretty large as well. Now that was going to be one of the things that was going to hit on that you kind of touched as well, which is, so now you you start out in there. Now, how did it evolve over time? Because 2009 up, up till now, you've gotten everything from COVID that hit physical locations yeah. hard. You've yeah. had the uprise of internet. You've had Peloton. You've had personal training that, you know, and you've had uh, or at-home fitness and a lot of those. And so kind of how did that evolution go from when you started things over to the, the course of now? You know, I think what's really important is to always try to be kind of a step ahead, uh, but not change what you do so much that you lose your identity through it. Um, what we were really powerful with was specifically transformation and taking someone from point A to point B. I think where a lot of uh, gyms fail, in my opinion, is they try to be a jack of all trades rather than focus and be their very best at one or two things. Um, and so we really identified ourselves in the market as the first transformation gym in the U.S., one of the very first online personal training systems. And so everything to us and the power was in the storytelling and in the before and after pictures and being able to share those effectively through social media. Um, that also allowed us to really keep our marketing budget down. I mean, we didn't we didn't pay any sort of ads. I mean, probably in 14 years, I probably paid less than a thousand dollars in marketing ads ever. Um, so we've been able to really do it by just organic and kind of guerrilla marketing type of type of stuff and different opportunities that that helped with the branding. But what I'll tell you is, is as time has evolved and technology has evolved, I mean, when we initially started, we had a DVD and a book that came with the program. So that kind of tells you where things are now. Um, and then what we've done is just made the program better and better and better and more, I think, uh, accessible to individuals technology wise to make it you know more seamless uh for for what's expected for for nowadays now the brick and mortars i'll tell you we have gone through some crazy storms uh to say the least so uh, for instance one morning uh in december i get a call and someone had drove their car through my gym like 12 feet deep into the gym this is like the differences between you know when you're running online businesses and you're running a brick and mortar like the uncontrollables that happen we've had floods we've had you know just a lot of different situations that happen in the brick and mortar so you got to be you got to get good at a lot of things um and then those things that you're not good at or you don't want to do you need to hire out and and have other people do those things for you so that's uh that that's my best advice is just you know always you know you you, you we've worked on the business every day since we started the business there hasn't been one day we haven't worked on the business um 
we haven't worked in the business every day, but we've worked on it. Um, and so I, I would just I would just tell people, you know, like treat it like a marriage, treat it like your child. Like if you want it to grow and you want it to continue being successful, you you got to put time in it. No, I think that's uh, definitely uh, a truism. And uh, I don't think you ever stop working on the business. You can maybe or take a step back or not have to work quite as hard as you get farther along, but there's still always that evolution of continuing to work on it and improve it and, and looking at what you can do differently. Um, so now as we've kind of reached the present day of your journey, now if you're to look kind of the next six to 12 months out, kind of where things are headed, what do you think the next steps are or be or where are you guys headed? We're, we're working on a round. I mentioned to you that we're, uh, we've been extremely busy and that has to do with not what we got going on prior, but what we're building now. So uh, both my wife and I are in the process of finishing our books and releasing those. Uh, so we're getting into the writing side. We already have four books, but this, uh, this is kind of a different chapter in our lives. We're kind of building some new streams here uh, per se, but the other thing that we have going on, we have another business that we started a year ago called Rock Body Retreats. So we're doing health and fitness uh, and faith retreats all around the world. We bring amazing like entrepreneurs and, and different individuals to beautiful places and we help them level up, whether that be in their faith, their fitness, their health, their finances, their relationships. Uh, we have some fantastic mentors. So we have that business. And then in January of next year, we uh, we're hosting our first speakers conference in Tampa. And so we are, uh, we're getting prepared for that. This past weekend, we were at a big speakers conference and we're really working on, you know, getting our craft down uh, for getting on stages and webinars. Awesome. Well, sounds like a lot of, a uh, lot of things going on, a lot of great opportunities and uh, plenty of uh, fun or fun to come. So so with that, now as we've reached the present day of your journey and even looking a little bit into the the future of where you guys are headed, great time to transition to the two questions always asked towards the end of each episode. So we'll jump to those now. Um, so the first question I'd like to ask is, along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made? And what'd you learn from it? Uh, I had mentioned this to you. One of the worst decisions I made was not starting the business sooner, um, probably due to fear. Uh, we waited until 09 of February when we, you know, I mean, it could have been launched a year before that. And, you know, you're just, you're, you're looking at risk. You're looking at where your finances are at that point. And, you know, we had built up so much at that point. It was just like the, the, the thought of, you know, making that decision to, okay, are we going all in here? Uh, are you ready to jump off the high dive and, and do this? Um, that honestly would be the, 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 the biggest mistake looking back because I could have got a, essentially a full more calendar year in it and, and even more placement, you know, when it comes to SEO and all the foundation that comes with that. But ultimately, I mean, we, we made some mistakes along the way with finances and, and different stuff, but you learn from those. You got to understand when you go into a business, there's some things that are going to be uncontrollable that pop up. Um, that you got to just deal with. You got to get good at hitting the curveball, as I say. And then there's going to be things that 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 happen that you make a mistake on, and you got to learn from those and make sure you don't continue making those mistakes. So, uh, but just go in, know that you're not going to clock out, you know, for the most part, and and build something that uh, that you're passionate about that you love. No, I think that's a great mistake to learn from, and some great uh, great takeaways. So. 
Now, the second question I'd like to ask is, so now if you're talking to somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? So the biggest piece of advice to, for a brand new individual in it is like, just understand, like I said earlier, you got to nurture this thing. You know, it, it, it's about not only educating yourself and continuing to grow um, with your craft, but you're going to learn a lot of other, you know, uh, uh, crafts along the way too. Um, be the absolute best mentor that you can be for the people that are within your business. So much of your business success comes off of the culture and the relationships that you make. I cannot explain how important that is. Take care of your people, let them know that you love them, that you care about them, and and, and also continue to help educate them along the way. Um, if you're in a, if you're in a business, uh, like myself with my wife, um, <laughs> you know, uh, that spousal partnership relationship, you got to make sure that you can also kind of, you know, have a balance between making sure that your relationship is still solid and the business is still solid. So, uh, anybody can reach out to me. I've had 14 years of this now, and, uh, I think we've mastered the community side when it comes to that no that's awesome i think that's uh definitely a great great pieces of advice and some great uh takeaways as well so but with that now as uh, as we wrap up the episode if people want to reach out to you they want to be a customer they want to be a client they want to be an employee they want to be an investor they want to be your next best friend any or <laughs> all of the above what's the best way to reach out to you contact you find out more yeah, we have a free gift. You can go to hitchfit.com backslash free gift. We have uh, some information there with, uh, you know, some some ways to lose fat. And then you can just, I mean, you can Google my name. I'm on Instagram. Uh, so it's Michael Assert on Instagram, uh, hitchfit.com, uh, where my, my name's pretty unusual. So if you Google me, you can find me on multiple different platforms. Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage people to reach out, get some uh, great tips on fitness, uh, support a great business, and if nothing else, uh, make a new best friend. So with that, thank you again, Micah, for uh, coming on the podcast. It's been a fun. It's been a pleasure. Now, for all of you the listeners that are out there, if you have your own journey to share and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, we'd love to have you. So just go to inventiveguest.com, apply to be on the show couple more things as listeners make sure to click share subscribe leave us a review helps us to reach even more startups and small businesses to help them along their journey to success and on that note if you ever need help with patents trademarks or anything else with your startup or your small business just go to strategymeeting.com grab some time with us to chat and we're always here to help well thank you again micah for coming on the podcast and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last thank you Devin.